Hello and welcome to the Battle Fan Podcast, episode number 20. My name is Paul and I'm here live with Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Oh, nothing. Just recording the 20th episode of our podcast. 20. We made it to 20 episodes. Congratulations, Jerry. Congratulations. Do a handshake here. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we don't touch each other right now. Okay. Aren't you kids sick right now? I guess. You got flu going around. Everybody's got the flu. Yeah. We, We all got it. Anyway, we're here to talk about the Battlehawks, right? So let's talk about it. We had a game yesterday. It was Leap Day, February 29th. You only get those every four years. No, it still counts. Okay, good. Maybe it'll count for the next four years, actually. I'm not sure how the whole Leap Day thing works. But today's March 1st, and we're talking about it. I guess there's the, the Texas showdown is going on right now as we speak. But uh, who cares about that? Yeah. We care about the Battlehawks and how we got a victory over the Seattle Dragons. Dragons. It was uh, 23 to 16 in the end. Did, did you notice that score? Did that ring any bells, that score? 23-16? Yeah. The Super Bowl? The, yeah. When the Rams beat the Titans? Yep. Super oh, yeah. Bowl 34, the exact same score. Never forget. <laughs> never, never forget. <laughs> yeah, that, that Super Bowl trophy that they have in L.A., I think that really belongs here. Yeah, that stay. That should stay in the dome. I think so. But either way, that's the past. We're in the. Well, we want to talk about just one day in the past. The the game that was yesterday. Uh, I made it to the game. Jerry, you watched it on TV, so we kind of got different perspectives on. Uh, oh yeah. On the uh, on that game. I noticed when I was there, the energy was different. It wasn't the same energy um, initially. Like you had that buzz on that first game that oh. Like the anticipation, the football being back, it, it kind of felt like, oh, we've been here before. Like it just felt kind of normal. You didn't have that same angst that we did. That's the what first I was wondering. Week. I was wondering if it was going to be the same, more, less. Yeah, it was definitely less energy, at least initially speaking. Um, they did when they introduced the players. They introduced the offense this time. Uh, the first game, they introduced the defense. No, I, missed, individually. I missed the entrances last time. Yeah, but they actually like shut down all the lights, and that got people oh, kind of cool. kind of psyched up. They didn't do that the first week. So I think they should continue doing that. And I think people know the offensive players' names a little better. So I think as they were introduced, they got a little more, uh, I don't know, more uh, crowd uh, reaction from that. So that was cool to see. Did that a little bit different. Uh, one thing that kind of stood out right away, uh, looking around, there was, I think the attendance numbers were about 2,000 less than the first week. And I think those 2,000 people were all right, be- right in the center at the 50-yard line behind the visitor's bench. That's where oh. like there was a big gap right in that one spot. It's interesting. I'm thinking that's because I think they've, they've priced those tickets incorrectly. Those seats are not cheap. No, they're not at all. And I think So probably people bought them for the opener, the home opener? Yeah. But maybe not the next, the rest of the games, unless they bring those prices down. Yeah, I think they need to bring those prices down. I think people who want to go to a Battlehawks game, this isn't the elite of the elite kind of league. This is just for regular I mean, folks who want to go to a game. They're close to 100 bucks. Yeah, they're pretty high, yeah. yeah. After fees, definitely over 100 bucks. Yeah. On the Battlehawks side, it's fine. Like people, there's enough people that want to be behind them. But on the visitor side, maybe they were just expecting traveling fans, but 
a lot of the other fan bases are too far away. There's yeah. New York's pretty far. Everything's pretty far. Maybe Houston's the only thing that's decently close, and weren't they won't have uh, we won't be playing either the uh, Texas teams. We already played both of them, and it was in their stadiums. So I noticed actually there was some Dragons fans there. Not really? a lot, but I did. It was enough that I could notice it, and it was wasn't like the same person. Like I probably saw I don't know definitely a handful of dragon shirts there that's interesting not enough that like when they scored that you could hear them or anything like that but they they were there they mm. do travel at least a little bit so eh, good for you seattle you got at least some traveling fans i'm curious uh i guess we got road uh road trip coming up if we travel there to other places i'm going to new york next week and unfortunately there are no games in new york going uh. on. i was hoping even if the even if the Guardians were playing at home, like that'd be kind of cool. But. Yeah, even if it was two different teams, just two XFL teams, just wear your Battlehawk shirt. <laughs> yeah, we are playing. We are going to see the Blues, though. The Blues are playing in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the first week didn't see any, didn't see a single Guardians jersey or Guardians. I thought we saw. I thought we talked about. I saw, we saw it. Like on, I saw it on. Two. I saw it on social media, oh, but okay. I didn't see it in the flesh, first, yeah. in person, like that. So. But the energy was, it was a different energy because the game was closer. Yeah. So the first week, the game was, it was kind of a blowout. So there wasn't that, there was the energy just for football and just for the city. This week there was energy, it was football energy because the game kind of got close at the end. Um, especially, I'll kind of skip ahead to the very end of the game uh, where Will Hill had that interception. Like that was the loudest moment of the game. Really? Because I thought like in the, in the second half, at least on TV, it just seemed like it wasn't that loud. Like the parts where it should have been loud. Cause I was thinking to myself like, Oh man, when I was there, like on a third down, yeah. Uh, third down or even I'm trying, I was trying to think what exact play it was. Maybe it just didn't pick it. They didn't pick it. Yeah, up there was TV. a couple times where we should have probably been louder than we were. So. And it might've been the second half. I'm, I'm not sure. Cause there wasn't a lot of offensive action in the second half. Yeah. Not too much. Well, I think it was, yeah, the first because we were up by quite a bit at that point, and then they started to come back. They started to creep back and get those two touchdowns. Um, yeah, so toward the very end, where oh, it's only a one-score game at this point, and um, yeah, when we got the interception, like the place went nuts at that point. Yeah, and it was a, definitely a different energy than the first week when that happened. Uh, one of the interesting things that happened was um, number sixty-four. His name is Michael Miller. Nobody knows who he is, but uh, several times during the game. Uh, if he has the number 64 and so if he's lined up in the like not on the line he has to report as eligible mm -hmm. and so several times during the game the ref would say number 64 is reporting as eligible and the crowd just started making this thing where we just started chanting 64 <laughs> <laughs> it was like like all right ladies number 64 is available oh, that's it was funny. like 64 64 <laughs> so it just became like a goofy thing the crowd started cheering yeah, that's kind of one of the things that uh i don't know about nfl uh fan bases around the league but i've noticed like the fans seem to be having more fun making more fun not making fun of but just you know just doing absurd things and i don't know if it's because that's a thing now like hey if we do something absurd we'll get on social media to go viral or if that's just the nature of XFL fans versus NFL fans. Probably a combination. Um, but I feel like that's like your future. I mean, it, is, it sounds bad, but like people just want to go out and just be goofy, you know, and try <laughs> to be viral, try to be, you know, get on TV or on the internet. Yeah. Uh, There's definitely a lot of that going on. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of, yeah, like we're not taking it too serious. You were talking about that um, article that in the Post-Dispatch where 
What would it say? I don't know. I don't want to quote it. <laughs> but, but something about, we, we don't know how long it's going to be here for, but while it's here, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, and we're definitely doing that. Yeah, so the 64 chance, I hope that continues because I think he lines up as a fullback. So he has to report oh, okay. every time where they're in that formation. So it probably happens six or seven or times during a game. So that's, I feel like that's just going to be a thing where people, just, the fans get excited. Oh, we're in that formation where 64 is lined you, up. In you the could backfield. hear the, the split battle Hawks chant on TV. Oh, could you? Yeah. Oh, like, that's, that's, that's so cool. It was, yeah. I mean, it's cooler definitely when you're in the dome, but it, it, it moved to TV very well. Cause you oh, can cool. hear, you can hear like maybe left and right. I can't, I don't know what mics were picking up. That's you could tell like it was it came from different parts of the okay. stadium. That's really cool. Yeah, it was just it was a cool atmosphere there. Um, some of the other things I noticed that uh, when the I guess the players arrived, you remember the first week they were all wearing blues gear. Yeah, I think those same guys they were all wearing Cardinals gear. Cardinals, I noticed that. Yeah, and this is, this is something uh, uh, Coach Hayes talked about in his pre- post uh, game co- uh, press conference. Uh, he was saying that the city has embraced them and they have embraced the city. Like they've become, that was in that article too. Like the battle Hawks have become part of the, the sports culture here oh, in yeah. St. Louis. For sure. Like it just feels like, Oh, we got, we got the blues, we got the Cardinals and we got the battle Hawks. It yep. just feels very St. Louis. It was a joke at first. I feel like, you know, a year ago or yeah. last year, but the closer it got, you could tell like, and they may have waited till at least the first couple games, the away games, then more interest. And then once that first home game, it's like, okay, yeah, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> Even if I made fun of it at first. Yeah. No, it's here to stay. Uh, nothing interesting happened uh, during the game uh, in, uh, for the Seattle dragons. Like one of their better players is Austin Prohl. I don't think we talked about him before, but he's uh, Ricky Prohl's son. I think we talked about it last episode. Yeah, but Ricky Prohl, he, we say he probably would be there. He was there. Oh, yeah. And they actually interviewed him in the stadium. Nice. And so he kind of, he, he was very supportive of St. Louis. He kind of said, like, oh, what's it like being back? And he says, it feels like home. Oh. Yeah, so like, it uh, made me feel How long did he inside. play on the St. Louis Rams after the 99 season? Uh, I don't think very long. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. I don't feel like he was with us very long. I feel was like he even right after? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. He was just there for the 99, I thought. I don't know. I had to look it up. Someone will correct us. I just remember like... Please tweet at us. The, or, the catch. Yeah. The catch that got us into... This is against Tampa Bay, right? Yep. That got I, us into the Super Bowl. I remember where I was when that catch happened. Me too. <laughs> I was watching, I was at my friend's house. Yeah. His friends and, and his mom. And we just... It was like... Because you feel like we we're going to lose. Yeah. Remember? I can't remember the score. I can't remember all the specifics. It was like specifics. six to five. It was like a weird score. It was a weird score. Because they had a really good defense. Tampa Bay did. Yeah. That was John Gruden's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden that catch is like, holy crap, we won. Yeah. Because we weren't used to that because... Our that offense was unstoppable, and then all of a sudden we went up against Tampa Bay. So it was cool to have Ricky Prohl back in the house. Uh, this game, actually, I was uh, I went to the game with my 88 year old grandfather. Nice, yeah. So he he on the way to the on the way to the game, uh, he was kind of he he told me he's like I I never thought I'd be to another, I'd never go to another professional football game here in St. Louis. He thought it was like that was it when the Rams left, never could do this again. So he was. He was real excited. It seemed like he had a really good time at the game. That nice. uh, he got to do that again. Nice. So I was happy to to share that with my grandfather. Uh, he was telling me a story that back when he used to go to games back in the sixties, uh, he's always been a big football fan. Um, I guess after one of the field goals, he said like, "Yeah, you know that net behind the the uprights? Like they didn't used to oh, have yeah. that net. Yeah, they would it would just go straight into the crowd. He said it would get violent. People would oh, go yeah. after that ball, and people would." 
for like a big be, red for a professional or for yeah for yeah. A professional yeah people would go nuts for that that ball that they just kicked through the uprights mm-hmm. like that was just, it was just a different era back then oh yeah the, i don't know i think, I think my football. dad told me stories that like they used to sneak in oh really yeah i think it was i think it was big red. i don't think it was the the baseball cardinals i think i think it was big red like yeah we used to sneak yeah. in it's just a different era of <laughs> oh sports. yeah totally that's really cool all right, well, let's get into uh, get into the game itself. Let's right. do it. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I guess I was there live. You saw it on TV. So I still feel like I absorb the game a lot more when I watch it on TV. I feel like that's natural. You got the announcers, and uh, you see all the camera angles, and at least where I sat. I mean, I sat next to you last time, close to you. And like, if if a play happened like way down the way down the field on the other side, didn't really see much. And then the replays. Not the replay system, but there's the TVs there. The screens there are just so tiny. Yeah, they are small. I don't remember them being so small at the Rams game, but like you look at it, it's like, good God, I can't see anything. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I feel like I absorbed a lot, so let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, well, I guess the first big play was that, or I guess the first uh, that first drive that they went down and scored the touchdown. Uh, DeMornay Pearson L had that touchdown like right down the middle. He almost walked in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, thought, I don't know if it's XFL in general or Battlehawks or... I feel like a lot of that, especially the touchdowns, it's like they're like 10, 20 yards away, and you feel like it's going to get tacked. Like, nope, they're just going on in. They're yeah. just going right on in. Yeah, I think just the the talent in the secondary yeah. just isn't NFL I'm level. okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a little <laughs> as long more as we're on the other end. Yeah. But that that is one of the differences between that next the next tier up in the NFL. I mean, just like the the um, the punt return touchdown last week. Uh-huh. Like, you thought, I was, yeah, you thought he was going to be down yeah, like he, 10 yards, and nope, he's just nope, still keeps going. going. Just yeah. goes, takes it to the house. Yeah, no, the defensive talent isn't quite at the same level. But, yeah, that was good to see that, and they jumped up in the crowd, mm-hmm. and that one guy with the Rams jersey on was right there. Get out of here, guy. <laughs> wear a Rams yeah, jersey you, to a Battle Hawks game. Yeah. Come on, man. It's all good. At least, I guess it was the old school colors. That's true. But that's what L.A. does now, so I don't know. Either way, get get, get some Battle Hawks gear. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty good about it this week. They had more... Um, the lines weren't nearly as crazy for the merch stuff. Like the beer see, lines weren't nearly got as my merch. Yeah, I did see like on social media, like like the carts or whatever they call it. They had they had the uh, the merchandise outside. Like after the game started, like there was nothing left or hardly anything. Left. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely did better on that. In general, I think everything just seemed to go a little smoother this week. It seemed like they're kind of yeah. they're figuring it out there at the dome. Yeah, and right after that touchdown. Uh, we we made our two point conversion. We were talking about how we were were terrible on the extra points. They're getting it. Yeah. So they that first time and they it's kind of nice going up. You score that first touchdown and instead of just being up by six, it just feels like oh we, did we score a touchdown or we scored two right. field goals? It doesn't feel like you're up by a lot with six. But we scored that two point conversion. Like being up eight to nothing just felt so much better. Yeah. So that was a nice. Yeah. Tamu got hit on that play. Yeah. I saw them like, oh, I'm still like shell shock from McBradford. <laughs> yeah. so anytime you get his, like, God, please be okay. Please be okay. Yeah. So it was good that uh, Marcus Lucas got that uh, reception. So that was nice to get those two points. Uh, I guess later on, the other touchdown we scored uh, from Keith Ford on that option yeah. play. How was that on TV? That one, the first touchdown was on the other end of the field, so we didn't really get to see it that way. I could tell it was a touchdown, yeah. but we couldn't really see it. But the. Um, the Keith Ford one was closer to our side. So he was fumbling, not fumble, but that when he was yeah. juggling it, was that? Yeah, it was, that was yeah, him, right. Yeah, when he was juggling. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome! I cheered. I, that was, yeah. <laughs> he made, yeah, it made me a little nervous there. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna lose the ball," and 
Yeah, that's kind of what it was. I was like, oh, like. wait, never mind, touchdown. Well, I think at least the angle I saw, like, if he would have dropped it, it, w- it wouldn't have been a completion. Yeah. I don't well, think. He went no, pretty but it far, was, though. It was backwards, though. Oh. Because it was an option. He, yeah. he tossed it backwards. Yeah. Hmm. That could have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, it was that's a touchdown. That's still a rule in this, right? In the XFL? If you throw yeah. a backwards pass and you drop it, it's that's a live fumble. Ball. Yeah. Okay. That's a live ball. So, and then after that play, we went for another two point conversion. This guy. And they, they did the end around. This guy. Yeah, it was uh, Pearson L again. And he could have just walked it in. Come on. He wanted to be the hero. I mean, but running it in, you're a hero too. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, man. The whole place just went nuts. Like, they couldn't believe it. Just, it was just running. <laughs> Jonathan Hayes, uh, I guess I saw it later on the replay. I guess you probably saw it on TV. Yeah. How he went down to his knees and yeah. he was, oh, my goodness. He even, they even had him mic'd up. And I, can't, I can't remember. I should have pulled it up. But he like looked at like put his, his oh, hands yeah. on his shoulder. He goes, "That was a great play, <laughs> but next time just run the ball in. Yeah, don't try to be a star, something like, like that. No, he was encouraging. It yeah. wasn't like downgrade downplaying what he did, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess he wanted to get his passing stats or whatever. Yeah. He just wanted to look good on the stat sheet right. to have completions. Right. But, well, it ended up working against him because now he's gonna look bad on his passing. I don't think it was. Sheet. I, I I don't know if it was half, like not the best throw or half the. Who was the guy that dropped it? He uh, might not even just... He, yeah, it was Marcus Lucas he was throwing it He to. just wasn't expecting it. I don't know what... It, was, uh, I think it, it was wasn't that great of a throw, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. He had to. He would have had to make a really good catch to make yeah. that. I mean, I guess he could have maybe made the catch, yeah. but I think it was more on the bad throw. But yeah, he was wide open. Oh, well. It's two points. Still one. Yeah, still one in the end. But if the Dragons would have came back... Because they only won by seven, so they would have came yeah, back and end. scored two points. It would that would have been the game. Yeah, that, those are our only two touchdowns, uh, and the rest were all field goals. We scored right. three field goals. Which shout out to Russellino. Is he German? Uh, or is that, <laughs> that's, that's my Italian accent. It's I terrible. It is. But uh, I guess that's Italian, Russellino. I would. I don't know. That's my guess. no idea. But anyway, he's he was three for three yesterday. He's, he's money. I don't, I don't think he's missed a single field he's goal. He's money. I, I'll knock on wood right now, but he's got he, the distance. Uh, not this game, but he's got the distance and he's got the accuracy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on an FL roster next year. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he is Ben Money. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, because if he doesn't make those three field goals, like that's the difference in the game. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things that kind of flies under the radar, but it's really important. And he, they just been money. They've been clutch for us. I guess in the second half, the uh, uh, the Dragons went with their uh, they they took out Brandon Silver's their quarterback and put in B.J. Daniels. He's good. Yeah, I think it took a while. They they there was definitely an adjustment that needed to be made because he was marching down the field and this crowd was getting a little nervous. There was a little more angst in the oh, air. It yeah. wasn't like the first week where it was uh, just a blowout and just kind of ride it out. It's like oh they're coming back and they're moving the the ball pretty effectively and this guy can run. But I think toward the end of the game, they kind of had him figured out. Like this guy, he's well, yeah. It's it's like any time that you know in baseball, you pull a starting pitcher after the second. Like you prepare for that starting pitcher. Yeah. But once you put in something else, who's not a reliever, and he's a mm. completely different um, type of player. It just throws out your whole plan to defense. I never played f- football, but I can just yeah. assume that. uh, that's that's exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I think they did figure him out toward the end, and then yeah, especially when Will Hill had that. Because uh, he wasn't, he's really good at running, but his passing wasn't all that great. Yeah. And then he had the interception, and that kind of sealed the deal of the game right yeah. there. I don't know. That was cool for uh, Will Hill to get that. Apparently, he uh, 
his uh, father had like emergency surgery yeah. like earlier in the week or a few days before. And so in the interview, he's saying like, well, didn't you want to go see your father? It's like, my father would kick my, you know what, if I would, oh. if I would have not played the game, like he, like that wouldn't, that'd be dishonoring him if I didn't play yeah. football. Cause I guess his dad was very supportive of him playing football. So, so that was good that he got to do that. And, um, apparently they, um, Jonathan Hayes gave him the game ball afterwards for that interception, kind of sealed the deal and seemed like he's been a leader on that defense. Yeah. I just, the, his name just keeps I just keep, popping yeah, I keep up. hearing that, that name it over will, and over. Yeah. So. No, that's really good for him. Uh, it's the end of the game. Did you see the the Seltzer celebrations? Uh, I don't know if I saw this one. I saw New York. Yeah, New York's was like a combination. What was this one? There uh, the, they, well, the was like Jonathan Hayes was the one kind of like leading it. He had the he put the goggles on because I guess apparently the oh, first yeah. week the goggles. I yeah, the, the goggles, goggles and yeah. he was just there jumping up and down like the whole team was going nuts. And I guess I've seen the other celebrations of the other teams i don't think anyone's having as much fun as the battle hawks it was the battle hawks started it yeah they did they were the first one yeah everyone else is just yeah they Following imitate suit. but they hey, never duplicate everyone's a a, a playoff yeah i know <laughs> a playoff victory, I, I love a series that. victory oh yeah i love that about the xfl every time you win a game it's like you just won the pennant or something Heck yeah, yeah. i can't wait to see the the <laughs> when they actually the, yeah, win the actual something championship yeah i mean they get a bonus check so for those yeah. guys that's it's good money. Like, hey, I just made two grand. Let's party. I hope that goes into other professional leagues because that just makes I don't yeah, know why not. Not, not the c- celebrations with the but the bonus. Yeah, I think they have something like that in other leagues, but I'm not I sure. Don't exactly. know. Not don't know. per game. Yeah, but I think every probably every. I think if you win a player, champ- like a full championship. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. In some contracts, like it's stats. Mm-hmm. Like if you do, if you're um, contingencies or something. Yeah, but I think everyone's kind of on the same contract here, so it's. Not as big a thing. Yeah, so uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, uh, Jonathan Hayes, um, I guess he had a – listened to the press conference afterwards, and I guess some of the things he kind of brought up, uh, like he's just – he doesn't like all the penalties. We, we yeah. need to work on that. <laughs> he was, seemed like he's trying to drive that home, that we are sloppy when it comes to penalties. There's a lot of penalties on the Battle Hawks this, this game. Yeah. We need to work. Need there to was three personal <laughs> fouls on one play, I think. Yeah. Who was that? On? Was I it, don't know. It was, was it Kenny Robinson? Robinson? It was a scrum. You see all the flags. Yeah. I think it was actually Kenny Robinson. I didn't really see what happened. It was. Yeah, it was him. Which that's probably not good. He, he's got to get that under control. Yeah. If he's trying to get in the NFL and right. scouts are looking at that, if a guy's going to yeah, be. They don't care. They NFL don't care. Uh, I think they'll care a little bit. Yeah. But I'm sure his, ba- agent, Patriots will sign I'm sure his agent is is calling him up and saying, hey, you got to knock that off like yeah. that. You probably just dropped a few spots in the draft because of that. Yeah. Bill Belichick will sign him. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Take care. <laughs> you sign killers. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he also mentioned that his uh, brother Jay Hayes, who's uh, I guess uh, the defensive coordinator for the Battle Hawks, apparently he just became a, a grandfather the day before. Oh wow! So that's cool. He was excited to share that with the media. So we'll pass that along. Congratulations! Yeah, and he was just kind of going through a lot of the stats, and I was kind of looking at it too, and just pretty much if you just look at that, I won't go through all of it, but all the major categories, like we just completely dominated. Um, like the few things we didn't like. They were better in the red zone than us, but as far as net passing yards, um, third down efficiency, rushing yards, um, things like that, we just we just I mean, completely dominated. Kind of like the New York game, sorry, kind of like the New York game, like it was almost over. Even like the announcers, like you could t- kind of tell, like 
the game was like over to everybody at like right before the second half or right before the first half ended. Mm-hmm. Another thing he mentioned was that uh, like winning, he said, not every game is going to be like that Guardians game. Like, rarely is it just you have enough parity in this league that you're just going to completely blow out. So, I think he said it was a good lesson in this game that um, like winning is a dogfight, he said, in this league. So, well, they'll, they'll know next week. Yeah. They play away and they play DC, right? Yeah. So, yeah. this should be. This would be probably our first real test, an in-conference game against the other, I guess they're the second-place team right now. Yeah. I'm curious how they're going to do later today. Yeah, I know. So It'd be great if they lost again. Yeah. But so they can start questioning themselves. Yeah. Because they were the top spot for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we're riding high. We're 3-1 and one right now. We're riding pretty high. Yep. So we got to keep that momentum going. Um, They're saying, uh, I guess, looking at these stats, and like. No one really stands out. I guess it's because there's like so much production from a lot of different guys. It's not just like oh, it's all one person. Um, like the only person that really stands out on the stat sheet is is Jordan Tamu. Right. Like his stats just look like great. He's got a one sixteen uh, uh, passer rating, like one touchdown, no interceptions, two hundred sixty four yards, seventy four percent completion percentage. Like. These are like good numbers. Just watching him at the dome. And it's weird. It's weird. You haven't experienced this yet, and you probably won't. It's weird to watch on TV the dome uh-huh. with another team in it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird because like, like, it looks like the, the turf's the same. It's yeah. that faded turf. It's just the lighting in there. It's, like, yeah, it shows it's up a on completely TV. different team. Yeah. But you still feel like a connection. Uh, but so, yeah, so I'm watching Tamu, and I think I posted this on her. I did post this on her Facebook page. I'm like, Jordan Tamu was the best St. Louis quarterback since Kurt Warner. Yeah, changed my mind. Like, <laughs> no one did. But I, I seriously, like, I can't argue with that. I yeah. mean, I and re, I mean, I have, I have memories, but I remember watching Kurt Warner on TV. They're kind of faded. Mark, the only thing, the only body I can think of is Mark, Mark Bulger, but he didn't have the mobility. That Tamu no, does, yeah. I don't think. Do you any quarterbacks come to mind? No, yeah, and he and he, like you said, he has that mobility, so he brings that extra element as well. Like he throws, like his passes, like, like yeah. he's anticipating throws, he's making the correct. Well, that's kind of what what sealed the deal for me, just to even post that, because uh, we knew he had mobility. Because I remember the first game, like, oh, he doesn't have a good throwing arm, so he's going to run it or just hand it off a lot, and then and four games later, and he's just yeah. chucking it and with accuracy. Yeah, he's a true dual th- threat because yeah. he can he can throw and he can run. And he stands in the pocket, he takes hits. Yeah, and when he runs, he takes hits. Yeah, yeah. He's an athletic guy. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the last things that he said that uh, like he's a fan of Tom. He's like he's not just the guy I'm coaching. Like I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. I guess his uh, his family was in in the stadium. I guess he flew yeah, in yeah. from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I heard that they were. Uh, had them on the broadcast a lot. They kept talking about his family being there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we want to get into some social media stuff? Sure. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Uh, I'll go first. I guess since, you know, we're doing this a day later and didn't post. Um, what am I trying to think? Not post our reactions. Post uh, the post to get your reactions in. We didn't do that till today. So he's got one, um, Melvin E. Hampton. Man, this guy, he's he's our he's our super battle fan. All right. Um, 
So shout out to you, man. Uh, he's, he said, this team doesn't disappoint in the dome. Keep them coming. Take that cronky. <laughs> Was it a lot of cronky chance? Uh, cracky, cronky. Um, not as much chance. as the first week. I think they that, got it all out of their system yeah. for the last well, all the I think for it, the last four years. It's gonna come back the next game though, because the next oh, home LA, game is gonna yeah. be LA. Right. I think that's oh, that's sure. gonna be the Cronky Sucks game. For sure. <laughs> so but no, there definitely were Cronky Sucks cheers. It did happen. Uh, on the Twitter, um, I guess uh, we got some comments from uh Jeff. He's at Crames forty one. Um I guess we were talking um about like what's the most important thing? What are the numbers like Vince McMahon's looking at? Uh, so he was kind of replying to that uh, comment we made earlier. Oh, the last podcast? Yeah, the so last, last podcast. If it's like TV ratings or is oh. it uh, attendance? Is it merch sales? What is it? Uh, so he says, I enjoyed the latest podcast. Keep up the good work. I think the most important thing for the league is TV revenue. Yeah. Uh, they need to get a good TV contract because TV brings in the most money in sports. Didn't I think I now it? it's just a break-even contract. Didn't I say that? Did you? Yeah, I thought I did. But this guy confirmed it. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't. I don't trust anything you say. No, Jerry. me too. Me too. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, this guy. <laughs> but I trust Jeff. Okay. I just hear that with other sports that TV is like the mo- like the most important thing. The, yeah. the the money, the rata revenue. I don't know the ones and zeros, the whole thing. But yeah, when we look at what Tony Romo got a 17 million dollar oh contract. So there must be the, some money in TV. I think the joke is like he's still making more money than than <laughs> Prescott. <laughs> Yeah, forget this quarterback and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so so thanks Jeff for the the comment. Yeah, thanks. Uh let's do you like you do your segment where you read uh, random YouTube comments? Yeah. Let's do it. They're not random. I mean, they're for the game. Oh, they're okay. just not they're not they're just like pull up a random video. Yeah. <laughs> they're not posted to to our page. Um I guess they made a they made a uh, flub at the beginning. Flub? People still say that. Uh, they call them the St. Louis Dragons. Oh, did they? As the Battle On Hawks the broadcast? Enter- yeah, as the Battle Hawks entertain the St. Louis Dragons. Entertain? A, lo- a lot of people made made uh, comments on that. Uh, Moonwolf says that Daniel's guy from Seattle looks promising. Cool Magic 99 says St. Louis is crazy, dog. These fans deserve a title. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, King Yufa 206, Tamu getting better and better. Um, I think he's got to be in the conversation for MVP. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's not going to, unless PJ Walker craps the bed. I mean, I think yeah. PJ Walker's going to get well, it. I don't know if he continues on his trajectory. I mean, PJ P. Walker's the, the, the Tom Brady in terms of like, who's the best quarterback in the league? Yeah. And Tom was Aaron Rodgers, I feel like. Uh. Like Aaron Rodgers is always second to Brady. <laughs> Or Breeze, or you know, yeah, he'll just never get. But that Brady's top never. Yeah, I know. There's still a lot of season. But left. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot, we're of, not, there's a lot of season. We're not left. even halfway done yet, so a lot can happen. And PJ Walker wasn't having the greatest game just now. So oh really? Say, yeah, I mean, he's doing okay. I mean, it, and it might have to do with uh, winning too, because yeah. let's say they start losing and they lose like the next three. It's true. And he still throws, you know, three touchdowns a game. Yeah, he might not be considered yeah but it's just a conversation for now and i think he's definitely in that conversation yeah oh yeah any more comments oh yeah i mean when we go on and on let's do like one or two more all right um chris canty excellent game seattle's daniels breathe new life into the team but st louis and jordan tamu are the real deal um 
There's a lot of just yeah, a lot of just St. Louis Dragons, St. Louis Dragons. Uh, three element two to twenty ten. This game, this game gave me a heart attack. Honestly, thought Seattle was going to make it a comeback. Big play on that interception. Seriously, I had like not anxiety, but oh, we're going to blow it. We're going <laughs> to blow it. Is that 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 same old feeling? That doubt. Oh, we're going to blow it. Yeah, but they didn't. Never get your hopes too high in St. Louis. I St. Li- Louis fan. Fun Donut says, I like how they say boom after every punt. Yeah. I like how so that that's the St. Louis up. only thing. I don't know. I've I mean, never seen it anywhere else. I don't know. I don't know I who started it, or what, but I, I haven't saw paid attention to someone most of posted the other games. on Twitter a while back. And it's cool. I think in the stadium, I guess, because you're yelling boom, you don't really hear as much, but like yeah. on the broadcast, it oh, definitely comes it, yeah. through. And the, uh, the kickers definitely notice it. They've, they've made comments about it. We'll end with. I don't know. It's too long of a username. STL has the best fans in the XFL. That's true. I guess it's. I would say it's not even close, but I'll I'll give it. Like Seattle, they they have pretty good fans there. I'll have to give it to. What them. about the Houston though? Houston fans. Yeah, what, I guess they're all right. I mean, what, what's best to me, loud or they show up? Yeah, yeah. If you're just going by the, numbers. I'd be surprised what the attendance is for the Texas game. That would, the, Texas, yeah. the two Texas teams, Houston and Dallas. Yeah. I actually, I was kind of excited to see that one. It's just, you got that in state rivalry. It's just, oh, there's yeah. something. It's a good storyline there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they did a thing where uh, their season ticket packages included a game. Uh, you had this option where you had included a game at the um, at the rival stadium. So if you're a, oh, a okay. Dallas fan, one of your season tickets could be in Houston. I guess it was so close. And so they want to kind of, I don't know, facilitate that. Uh, that rivalry. It would be kind of cool if Kansas City got an expansion team. Oh, that'd be a huge rivalry. <laughs> or somewhere in Ohio. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of going to talk about it later, but I don't know about expanding. I think they should stick with eight teams. I mean, it, it wouldn't happen for at least yeah three to four or five years. Cause if it's still, every time because it's hard enough to find good quarterbacks, yeah. and if you're you're just you just need eight right now. You start doing expansion, you need to find twelve or sixteen or whatever you're going to. It's going to be hard to find. Every additional team makes it that much harder. You start diluting the talent pool a little having bit. Having a team, yeah. We don't, having Actually, having a team in the city, no. We don't need any more. Yeah. Anymore, no. No, we're good. Yeah. Unless it goes so well in the next couple of years and they like make the season longer. Yeah. That's true. They could make... Well, I don't know. I think 10 games I don't think is they good. should. No. But, I mean, money's money. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even all the leagues now want to make the... The NFL wants to make the season longer now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, think if XFL is making... That making a ton of money they'll want to expand it but we don't have to worry about that yeah right let's, let's get through this season oh, yeah. let's let's get our uh championship but i see a lot of could... uh clickbait posts that are you know who, who should get a team already yeah there's a lot of people that want them yeah they should have gave uh why'd they give la a team they should have gave it to san diego well tv yeah that's markets true. that's that, that's that's that kind of says what that says it all yeah but uh, they gotta be making good money off of st louis like the tv i'm surprised chicago didn't get, yeah, because that's, that's a that's a huge market. That's true. But I'm thinking like cities like I was thinking like San Diego, they're going to be craving a team there. Yeah, so I think they would have had like a St. Like it's the same situation as St. Louis. Yeah, that they have there. It's probably the market size. But I don't know what their situation because the the Chargers didn't move that far away from San Diego, so I don't know if there's the same. Like we're all butt hurt here. Are they, is it the same way? Because I wouldn't. If think you're so. from San Diego, it's like oh, I, I can just drive up to L.A. It's not that big a deal. If you're I, still a huge but, fan, but at the same time. The Rams moved across the country, but would it have been worse if the Rams moved to Kansas City, like or Chicago, like a rival? Ooh, you know, yeah. 
I don't, I don't know the dynamics. Because I'm sure, you know, Southern all California. those big cities have rival, not rivalry, but like, oh my God, you're going north to, yeah. you know, join the north. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that San Diego people being like happy that LA took their team. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I'm not a San Diegan though. San Diego. Sa- San Diego. I don't know how it goes. I don't know. Maybe if you're from San Diego, let us know. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not, you don't see a lot of, I mean, you see a lot of butthurt Chargers fans, but not to the extent of St. Louis. Yeah, we are very butthurt here, but I'm glad the Battlehawks are there. I don't know, putting a Band-Aid over that that wound on our, our bottom. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah, and it helps that the Seahawks are awesome. <laughs> wow, whoa, I got to edit that whoa, out. Whoa. I got to edit that out. Jeez. See, I did. I had St. Louis Dragons, Seahawks. <laughs> there you go. Battlehawks. Yeah. I'm fired. Bye. <laughs> All right. I think I think hey, that's tw- a sign. I, I, yeah, twenty episodes in. I there made you my go. first <laughs> major flub. Major flub. All right. Well, let's leave it at that. Okay. I think I think that means it's time to end the episode. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll be back uh, later in the week to talk about uh, the next game. We're going to taking a trip to D.C. This will be fun. That'll be a good game for sure. Darn it! I wish I was going to D.C. this weekend. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can take a road trip on last minute road trip. I mean. I won't see you, but okay, that won't happen. DC and and New York, they're 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 not super far away, but they're they're a little too far. <laughs> yeah, actually, so. I'll be back. Is it Saturday or Sunday game? I want to say Sunday. I don't know. I I'll be back up. by. I think my plane's coming in at two. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right, but yeah, we'll be back uh, later in the week. We'll talk about. We'll break down that game and get into that and everything that's going on in the in the world of Battlehawks. But until then, let's go Battlehawks. 64, 64, 64, 64.